0: Enjoyed that new uh, that new intro there. So, welcome to getting real. It's my little pop-up episode that I'm doing for you guys today, and maybe I'll do more in the future. But it just felt right today. Okay, this is my little sideshow, and uh, the aim of today's show is to sort of shrug off some of that shit feeling that I think like everybody is feeling um, at the moment, and uh, for obvious reasons, you know, we've, we're just going into lockdown not fun and uh sucks i'm not going to go into that too much but um it seems it seems appropriate to do an episode today this is a very raw podcast i'm sorry it's really unprepared it's going to be a little bit scattered a little bit hectic and it's weird being on my own on my i'm on my own here i mean i've got ozzy my cat to my right did you know i had a cat i don't know if i mentioned him he sat right next to me but otherwise this is a podcast with just me on my own and it's 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 raw as heck. So yeah, today is the aim of today's show is, is to is to shrug off that shit feeling, but it's it's also to shrug off uh, perfectionism, uh, which actually brings me to my first quote. Just a little sideline here. I'm, I'm going to be quoting a lot of stuff today. And uh, my first quote is actually f- I heard f- I heard another podcaster use this term. I follow her on Instagram, and she posted this amazing quote, which is. Um, perfectionism is just fear in a tuxedo perfectionism is just fear in a tuxedo that resonated with me a crazy amount because i'm a i'm a perfectionist like that's what i've always sort of considered myself Mm -mm, no more not our girlfriend i'm not doing that no more um because it literally is it's a poison that we gotta we gotta just work through You, you, you can't Tell yourself that what you're doing, which is essentially holding you back, you can't be, be sat there telling yourself that it's this what you got to do. It's 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 just fear, and that's not going to lead to anything good. So, that's that's another theme that's going on in, in my uh, my episode today. So, what prompted me to do this this episode today? Well, I'll tell you. I had a trial shift at uh, a job that I'm I'm really I don't want like I'm just gonna be honest here and so this is getting real okay it's, it's getting real okay you knew you knew what you were getting yourself into and um yeah I, I just I don't want it I don't want this job it's a uh, it's a minimum wage I'm not gonna say the name of the uh, the establishment obviously but it's a it's a minimum wage paid job It's working with food and it's you know you get the gist it's it's unreliable hours I'm sorry, you know, if people, there's probably going to be people listening to this right now. People like my family or other people. go, she's an not yet. Like employers might listen to this. Employers might listen to her podcast. And you know what? Yeah, okay. In the in the magic universe where podcasts get listened to by uh, <laughs> by employers, then by all means, you know, check it out. That's nice. It's another listen for me. Um, I don't mean to sound so cynical, but here we go. Like, it's a, it's a job I don't want, and um, I I felt I felt. Really drained coming out of it because it's kind of the cherry on top of um, a lot of things that have been going on at the moment. It, it really, that's how it feels to me. Now, I'm going to talk about being grateful. Okay, of course, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the opportunity. You know, I, I need the money, and not everybody, it's, it's really scarce. As we all know, it's, it's super, super scarce at the moment. I should be grateful for the opportunity. I am. It's just, it's, it's hard when it's, you just, you feel like nothing's going right that brings me to my second quote I saw a meme on Facebook and I was really relieved to see it because it it put into words exactly what I've been thinking or feeling somewhere in the back of my mind you know everybody I think at some point has heard someone say you know in regards to Covid you've heard somebody say oh but we're all in the same boat aren't we we're all in the same boat okay yeah to an extent that's true but is it I mean we're what this meme was that i saw was a little picture of a boat and it was in stormy seas and it just said we're all weathering the same storm but we're not all in the same boat i was like what a perfect analogy that was a big old there for you what perfect analogy pepperoni pizza what a perfect analogy um because yeah we're all suffering the same the same problem or the same the same overall problem the same overall issue But everybody's got different circumstances if we're going to talk about mental health there's everybody's different everybody's wired completely differently you know and they're gonna deal with with this problem very differently one person to the next we're not robots we're not wired the same and there's there's people out there who are more i don't want to say sensitive because that sounds weak that sounds like oh they should just man up but there are people who, before COVID, have been struggling with their mental health. You know, and you've got to look out for people. You've got to look out for people. Like, you, no one knows you like you know you. And if you know that you've got enough strength to look after your fellow fellow man, fellow humans, your loved ones. And just be kind to each other, even if you're strangers. Um, then that's your duty to do so. If you, If you feel like, okay, I've got it in me to go... Like I'm struggling, I'm having this, this this bad day, I'm having these hard times, but I've got enough in me to look after my sister, my brother, my mum, my dad, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my cousin, my the stranger that's opposite me. Then just you, you have to do it. You have to, to just be kind to each other and don't just say, Oh, we'll we're, we're all in the same boat because we're, we're not you it doesn't it takes nothing to be kind. Um To each other, and to just go. "Mm, This person right now needs me. I'm okay for now. You've got to look after yourself, of course, but you you know, It's, it's it's very it's disregarding to tell people. Oh, I know it's hard, love, but we're all in the same boat. It's like okay, all right, yeah. That that that's gonna make you feel alone, and that's the that's not what the person is intending when they say that. They're trying to make you feel included. They're trying to make you go. We're all in this together. That's the whole. It comes from a good place. But it's, it's actually a one-way ticket to feeling alone when you say that to somebody. That's just You might as well just tell them, oh yeah, but you know, suck it up. So rethink if you say that to people, rethink. So that's, that's the mental health side of it, but there's, there's other things, isn't it? There's, there's, you know, some people are self, self-employed and they have nowhere to go if, they, if they're not allowed to go out anywhere and work there's no one looking after them you know there's there's other people who maybe have more comfortable jobs so they're like cool yeah I've got COVID I can't work but I can be you know I'm, I'm being looked after that's great for them that's really good but you're not in the same boat as the as the builder who's got his own business and isn't allowed to work anymore you know it's it's different for everybody and um, it's, it's hard it's really hard for everybody so that was my other quote. So with the boat quote being said, I'm going to jump into, you know, just with that in mind, be, please be aware that I'm not here to moan. Oh, there's a there's a point. There's a point to all of this. OK, there's a point to all of this. I promise. Hang in there. Just to stay there. St- stay in. St- stick 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 it with me, please. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I, I really need to get stuff off my chest. This is what this is about today. It's, I'm getting real getting stuff off my chest and I'm hoping that by doing that I'm making other people feel not alone I'm hoping that I'm touching on some kind of nerve where people are like oh that's exactly how I've been feeling but I haven't been saying it because you kind of feel like you have to just get on with things because everybody says you know we're all in the same boat but uh, anyway so what I did when I got back from uh, my trial shift I got back and I thought you know what I need to eat something it's my time of the month and uh I gotta get my blood sugar up. And I'm sorry if there's men out there that are like wincing at the fact that I just said that, but you know, you gotta build a bridge and get over it, you know. This shit affects us. This shit affects us. Your you know, your periods, our periods affect the heck out of us, okay? It's rough. It is it's it makes you crazy. It makes you a little bit crazy. It feels like there's something going on in your brain that's completely out of your control for about a week or two. It's 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 crazy. So back from my trial shift, I'm like, dude, I gotta eat and drink something, like, right now. I made myself a, a modest meal uh, of a cheese and pickle sandwich and a coffee. And it was lovely. And I, I felt a lot better. And I wrote down the things that have been on my mind that have been bothering me, which led to me doing this podcast. And um, the first first of all, I want to say, you know, I'm missing my boyfriend. We, we already have a long-distance relationship. And uh, you know, in Wales where he's living, they just got you know they they've been in a lockdown since September, and now we're all in a lockdown now, and it's the second one, and it's just hard. It's it's we didn't know we were going to have to do this again, and it's really hard knowing that not only am I missing him and struggling with my shit, but I know he's he's having his own struggles, and I can't be there to to. to To just be there for him, I can't comfort him. Phone calls just don't cut it, you know. It just, it just, and I, I'm terrible. I don't feel like talking on the phone a lot of the time. I don't know about you people, but like, I, (laughs) I hate talking on the phone. So sometimes it's a real effort for me to go. Okay, I need to show up for my boyfriend now, and I need to talk on the phone, even though all I want to do is just be, veg out, watch Netflix, go to sleep, whatever. You can do that in person. You can just hold each other, and you can sleep. But. A phone call just is sometimes really hard for me, so it's hard being long distance and it's hard not being able to see each other even in two days a week or something. We can't see each other at all because it's not freaking legal. It's hard. So that's one thing. I'm really missing my other half. Second of all, I'm worried about money, okay? I lost my job ages ago and I've only just got this job now and uh, it's, it's scary because we don't know how much money there is to go around anymore. It's just sort of crazy at the moment. Um just yeah career prospects the future everything is, is is really worrying me just feeling like I'm never going to amount to anything and therefore never truly find happiness you know I know that that's, that's as heavy as it's going to get and I promise you that's as heavy as it's going to get so with that big list of woes of mine <laughs> which is what they are they're literally just a big big list of my woes my troubles you know I've been that that's that's been on a a bit of a a repeat the last couple of weeks, the last couple of months of my life. They've just, yeah, they've been really getting me down. And because of COVID, I think it's been hitting me harder. I think that's that's fair to say. That sounds, that's probably, you know, a fair thing to say. And uh, so therefore, after this trial shift that I was dreading today, that was the cherry on top that led me to make this podcast. Okay. And I've been... last couple of months i've just i've been just crying so much just crying and everything has been overwhelming me everything has been getting on top of me and uh i've been finding it really hard to produce content for my podcast or do anything that i want to do because i just just the thought of like getting dressed in the morning is hard it's just it's a decision that i have to make how can it feel so hard brushing my teeth? Does anybody else get absolutely sick and tired of brushing their goddamn teeth every day, twice a day? You know, it's just, it's, it stresses me out. It's, it genuinely stresses me out. I thought, of, oh, I've got to brush my goddamn teeth again. Otherwise, they'll fall out. Like, it's just, this is the world that I've been living in. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. I think in this weird lockdown COVID world that we're living in, I think you go through a bit of a roller coaster, don't you? It's like normal life—you have good days and bad days. But the bad days always have this extra sinister tone to it of like, what, what the fuck are we doing? We're just pretending everything's normal, and it's not, and we don't know when it's going to ever be normal again, if ever. Is this life? Are we going to have to fucking wear masks everywhere, like, forever? You know, it's it's a scary thought. It's a scary this this world that's been turned upside down. It's, it's, it's terrifying, it's a lot to deal with it feels like a nightmare you, you can't wake up from but you know why, why did I start this podcast ultimately? Because of lockdown the first one number one, you know, the original the OG lockdown back in uh, March 2020 and uh, I started it because I wanted to reach out to my friends people I knew had creative creative beauty within them and I wanted to talk to them and, and make them feel heard, make them feel special because if you're like me and you're creative and you don't have, and you're you're just you're trying to work on a career in some way, um, it's really threatened. The arts obviously have taken a hit and we, we still don't know, still don't know what's going to happen to us. So I thought screw it, I'm going to talk to my friends, my creative buddies and all these amazing people I know and give them a bit of a, a confidence boost. And give myself one because doing this podcast has been completely just so, so challenging. So, so challenging. As you may have noticed, like my, um, my, what's the word, productivity level, my um, content producing is a little bit erratic. And that's because of my perfectionism, which I mentioned earlier. it, It holds me back completely. And that's why today I'm trying to break that chain. So, yeah, why did I start this podcast? For the lockdown. For the lockdowns. For the lols. Because, you know, everything's done at home now, isn't it? Because that's the only thing we're allowed to do is shit at home. And everybody's doing podcasts. So why not me? I can do that. I could do that. And I did. But it's hard to be consistent with it. So that's what I'm getting at today. Um, I've got another quote, actually. Um, (laughs) So I don't know if any of you have read a book called um, High Fidelity. Um, it's by an author called Nick Hornby. He wrote um, about a boy, Fever Pitch, um, a book called Slam. But, you know, just easy reading books, but they're all they're all really funny, really dry. His writing is just very British and cynical and honest. And um, yeah, I really recommend it. But High Fidelity is great if you're a music nerd like myself. And um, it's about this really miserable dude who. Lists everything in his life. He puts it in lists, and he talks about the girlfriends who have broken his heart in the past. So it's kind of like girlfriends past. Um, so yeah, it's a really good book. But the the uh, the the quote that I'm going to read out is: I mean, he's he's talking about feeling lost. His girlfriend's left him, like the love of his life really has left him, and he's just talking about feeling lost. And um, so the quote is. You need as much ballast as possible to stop you floating away. You need people around you, things going on. Otherwise life is just like some film where the money ran out and there are no sets or locations or supporting actors. And it's just one bloke on his own staring into the camera with nothing to do. He's saying, you know, you gotta have stuff. You gotta do stuff. You gotta have people in your life. You gotta be doing shit. Otherwise you're just existing, getting by and uh i think it's funny because i you can look at all these people surrounding you who are just really productive like one of those really annoyingly productive people and just think oh they're just filling in their they're just they're just trying to stop themselves floating away like the rest of us they are just i got to do stuff i got to what can i do I'll I'll, I'll I'll produce this i'll do this you know uh that's just me being jealous probably. it's just my cynical brain like you know people have hopes and dreams here like <laughs> but ultimately, yeah, I think I totally get that quote, I totally get that, because I'm the kind of person that will just let life slip by if I don't take a bit of an ass kicking from the people that care about me once in a while, who go, hero, get shit done, come on, like, you got it. you gotta do something, you, you got, you're talented, you are perfectly capable, just get up your ass and do it and stop thinking about it, um, so yeah, this podcast for that for me was that I needed the clutter I need the things I need stuff in my life okay what can I do to stop myself floating away and and leave my mark on the world when I'm done I'll do a podcast like yeah so that's that that's another quote for you guys today and also yeah obviously please read High Fidelity it's such a good book it's so easy to read and you won't it's for everybody men women whatever It's, it's it's awesome so anyway going back to my big list of woes and therefore today doing my trial shift, being pretty much the cherry on top of all of those woes, just like, okay, and people are telling me, well, no, you're doing what you're making the best of a situation at the mo- A situation at the moment. you know, you're making the best of it. you're 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 going for a job that's available to you and you need to do it. you need to you need to keep that money coming in any way you can. There's, there's no shame in that. That's true, but I still feel shame. I still feel shame because I, I still am aware of the fact that I I don't really have a career. I don't have the beginnings of a career. Me and a, a bunch of other people, I think. And um, it's really hard to put on a, a brave face and, and, to, and to just say, yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly happy to work here. I'm, I'm, I'm not. and I'm, Yeah, that's the truth of it. So I felt really rough. And it was, like I keep saying, it was the cherry on the cake. And so I got home while I was making my cheese and pickle sandwich and I just started to cry for the millionth time in the past couple of months. I just started to get overwhelmed by the thought of everything that I'm dealing with at the moment. There's stuff I haven't listed to you guys because you don't need to hear that. You don't need to hear that, you get it, you get it. Life is full of uh, nuances and little problems that build up. And this was the cherry on the cake. So I was making my lunch and I I started to cry. And I was like, when am I gonna, I need to just get it together. Here I get it together, take some deep breaths take some deep breaths and then I remembered my final quote which I'm going to talk to you guys about today um, I was recently watching on YouTube um, The the Taming of the Shrew which is like it's a Shakespeare play it's my favourite Shakespeare play I, I love it and it's about um, a bit of a, a rogue who mm-hmm. ha- I'm just going to generalise it so it's about this man who's just considered a rogue a really bohemian shouting obnoxious guy who's also weirdly charming and funny he's running out of money and he needs to marry a a rich girl he needs to marry a woman whose daddy got dough um so he can continue living his life and, and not be in trouble anymore and um and he finds you know he gets he gets led towards this woman everybody's like oh you can marry her and she's this wealthy woman but she's horrible and no one's gonna want to marry her so it's kind of like hey i'm the man for that task i need her money but hey i'm also kind of crazy and i i like this uh, this idea of this woman who's a challenge to me and he turns out to meet the woman of his dreams so he's like oh shit you know i need your money that's why I, that's what i'm after in the first place but i'm in love with you I, and they fall in love so he tames this woman he, he, he literally tames her like a lion and it's it in this day and age, it's a very anti-feminist look at, look at relationships. But anyway, I'm not going to go into that. My point being, I was watching this play, and uh, on YouTube, I was just watching um like a rendition from the from 1978, and uh, it was starring Meryl Streep as the sh- as the Shrew, and Raul Julia, who plays Petruchio, the 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 protagonist. Is that the yeah, protagonist, protagonist, and um. He played Gomez Adams in The Adams Family, so everybody at least knows him for that role. Uh, He was brilliant. And uh, these two were just obviously so great. And it was showing behind-the-scenes footage. And I know, sorry, this is the biggest detour I've ever done in my goddamn life. Like, this is such a big detour, and I'm really sorry. What I was talking about before this was breaking down in tears in my kitchen, having gone to this trial shift that I hated so much. I remembered this quote. From the behind-the-scenes section uh, of this play, they're they're interviewing the the actors, um, the two of them together, and um, so Petruchio, the character, he has to, he puts her through all these tests. He won't let her eat. Like they get married because back in those days, it wasn't a woman's choice; it was the father's choice, and he just wanted to fob her off with the with the next guy who would just get him off, get her off his hands, and he promised to sort her out. So why wouldn't he? So, um, so they're married, and he puts her through all these trials and tribulations. He won't feed her. He won't let her eat for one night. He won't. Uh, he presents her with a dress, a really beautiful tailored dress, and then he just destroys it in front of her. He just kind of does all these kind of subtle, um, these subtle manipulations, but they're not. They're, they're all in the name of good love. He wants to show her that that life. Isn't about being angry, and life isn't about being rich and having everything you want immediately. You, you can you can give, you can show give to another person. It's not all about your way, and you can actually be happier. So Raul Julia, the actor, he says, "What what Petruchio, what my character's doing, is he's telling her, you have a choice. He's showing her, sh- he's sh- he's showing her, you have a choice." And the the quote is. Um, what did he say? It was, it was so profound. He said, I'm showing her that, you know, she is the master of her own life, not the victim of her own life. And that popped into my head as I was like, <gasps> like boohooing in the kitchen. That popped into my head. And then I just started saying it to myself over and over again. I turned off the radio so I could hear myself saying it. And I was stood there going, I am the master of my own life, not the victim of my own life. I'm the master of my own life, not the victim of my life. And I just said it and said it because it was starting to make me feel powerful again. Even though, even with all the shit that I've got in my life at the moment. And everyone's got shit in their life at the moment. But just saying that to yourself sets you free. If you hold yourself accountable for everything that you're unhappy with in your life... It's actually really liberating, and it really helps if you stop trying to blame the the world around you for the shit that's going on. If you blame yourself for it, it's, it's it lets everything go, and it makes you go, "Shit, no, I'm, I'm in control. I have the controls. I'm, I'm the captain of this ship, and I, I say when. You know, I am the master of my life, not the victim of my life. Oh, I'm mind blown. Wow, what the. Fuck? I'm still, I'm just reeling about it. I'm reeling now, just thinking about it. I'm the master of my own life, not the victim of my life. And what a great actor. What great actors they are. What a great show. Check it out. Also check out Shakespeare retold Taming of the Shrew. That's with um, the actress uh, Shirley Henderson, who plays Moaning Myrtle. Perfect for the shrew. And uh, Rufus Sewell. Perfect for Petruchio. Just so hot and charming, so check it out check check The Taming of the Shoe out, it's a really interesting play uh, that's besides my point I just I just love The Taming of the Shoe um, but remember that I am the master of my own life not the victim of my life I can leave whenever I want I can leave any situation whenever I want if it makes me unhappy and I can walk into any situation that makes me happy whenever I want it's me getting in my own way and I stopped crying at that point I might cry later when I'm on a downer, but <laughs> give me a break. I'm on my period. Anyway, that's that's all I wanted to say to you guys today. Um, thanks for bearing with me with this really erratic <laughs> podcast. Uh, this is Hero signing off. Thanks for listening and take care of each other, guys.